with the negative Nancy's. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancy's. My name is Roy Walker, and I'm joined at the adult table with my fellow Nancys, Primo Thomas, Matt DeVita, and guest Nancy, Chris Kelly. With us, as always, is Junior Nancy and the kid that said, what's good, dog?" to your mom for some reason, <laughs> Tyler Cleary. Today, we will be discussing the theatrical themes that need a break, like steampunk and asylums. Why can't they go away for a minute? As we record from five separate locations with fine adult beverages. With that, it's time to rip the dumbass cog out of your eye and bitch about why it was there to begin with. Okay, everybody, today we are joined with brilliant actor, the guy your girlfriend is worried might steal you, and one of our dearest friends, Chris the Kid Kelly. But before we get into that, let's examine our drinks, leading off with our guest. Chrissy boy, what are you sipping on? I am just having a um, Mexican Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. Mm. Primo, what are you drinking? I'm drinking distilled white vinegar today. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. I'm drinking a Boddington's pub ale. I'm drinking a bowl of warmed milk. <laughs> Matthew, what are you drinking? Uh, for the first time on the show, I'm drinking a cocktail. Uh, it's called an Orange Julius Caesar, which is um, OJ, a uh, little bit of cream, vanilla, and a bunch of rum. Nice. Mm. That boy. Tyler, good. you got a drink that's not something gross? Uh, I'm back <laughs> to uh, Bailey's and coffee. Oh, okay. God, See, you're just so... Fine. I hate you. I am drinking a Chris on the Beach. <laughs> and uh-huh. it's... Uh, I, what I originally was calling it was a Chris on the Whale Beach colada. Um, subtext, help those things back in the H2O, says Preston. But he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, you're dead to me. It's rum, passion fruit, grapefruit juice, orange juice, pineapple high. juice, all shaken over crushed ice and crushed souls. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my And hat. you think I'm dramatic. Yes, I am dramatic. All right, does anyone have a question to start our show off with? Yeah, we can get right into it. Um, what is the shittiest concept you've seen live before <laughs> your eyes? I'll go after you, Primo, you go. Um, the worst concept I've ever seen was the horrible duct tape and iPhones I saw for Harvey Weinstein. Don't give a fuck. Shots fired. <laughs> it was hot garbage. And Harvey Weinstein. Loved it for some reason. Maybe they're friends. I don't know. Is that paint on the floor? No, it's gaff tape. <laughs> it's, it's gaff tape and giant iPhones on the back wall. Cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was quick. This just has gotten very dangerous. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. I'm going to speak in generalities. We're going to Harvey Weinstein a lot of this, and I've had a day today. So. <laughs> I'm going to speak very generally. Um, I think anytime I have seen an attempt at steampunk, which it just pains me to say the two words together. I hate it so much. Steampunk. Uh, I hate it. I hate it so, so What about steam funk? I, that, anything would be better. Anything would be better. Because there's nothing there's nothing punky punky about it. It's just it's just it's just a lazy, stupid fucking choice. Um mm-hmm. that that is rarely fully realized, and even if it's sort of realized, usually has absolutely nothing to do with the play that's it being it's being thrust upon. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Why do people always associate steampunk with Shakespeare for some reason? Always. Always. Always, always Midsummer too. Oh, I've, oh my I, God. I guess I have, I've seen more than one Midsummer with, I actually, actually, Roy and I just worked on uh, 
Midsummer Night's Dream. We sure did, buddy. In January, as with with sweet little Tyler and um, Tyler. Yes, <laughs> we don't mention his name. My personal intern. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally said to Kate Lacani before the first read through, I went, "Wait a second. And I was dead fucking serious. I said, if, "Don't you tell me that Fortunato has decided to like do this fucking <laughs> steampunk or some fucking shit?" Um, because I will have nothing to do with it. Now, obviously, I knew like Fortunato would probably drop dead before he would do something. Steampunk. Right, right. He'd never do that. <laughs> so I was pretty, pretty safe. I can sleep that. well yeah. at night knowing I'll never have to design a show for Chris Kelly. That is steampunk. steampunk. <laughs> No, no, God. No, but it's God, so easy. No. Just throw a few gears on, some brass, and, a couple uh, of some, blunderbuss. Some, uh, some top hats, stupid. leather top hats. Yeah, you're good to go. Leather top hats with a fucking, like, goggles attached to them. Exactly. Oh, like, that's the... If I see goggles on stage... Unless it's just Bioshock Infinite, oh, I don't want it. I don't want well, it. I don't want it gorgeous. otherwise. Uh, yeah. They also have the budget to do it like that. I mean, like, probably the worst thing... I've seen and also probably one of the worst productions I've ever seen um, was actually I was in London at the National Theater uh, <laughs> and it was a production of King Lear and it was like King Lear but modern and you gritty. get the fuck out of here dude it was like fucking like four hours long everything was gray there was not a single speck of color anywhere so it was like hard to look at the light front lights they were using were like a stark white too and it never changed so it was boring, it was blinding, and it was just like conceptless. Because like if you just make something modern, quote unquote, is that really doing anything new? Is it even like worth right. trying to do that to like King Lear, which is not even remotely gives anything to like being modern? <laughs> wait, wait the fuck a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled steampunk theater productions and obviously the first six photos that came up were all shakespeare the seventh one was steampunk christmas carol no oh, that sounds fucking terrible <laughs> i would probably make more sense than shakespeare i don't know no, i don't know shakespeare's like you can you can fudge with a design concept for shakespeare but you can't fucking do that with Victorian era, not even Victorian, like later era, like England, like that. But like, what does that even? What does steampunk Christmas Carol even mean? Like, like, <laughs> I mean, like, because that's not because it's not a fucking concept. It's not a concept. It's, well, no. it's I wonder if steampunk porn exists. Uh, oh god, dude, of course. Oh, it, it does. has to. It has to. Rule thirty four, like a steam powered dildo or something. Tyler, fact check it. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yes, one hundred percent. Fact check that right now. <laughs> Get on a watch list. Hey, everything on Pornhub's free right now, buddy. Enjoy. Hell yeah, it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone did a production of The Hobbit as steampunk. Oh, that's fucking Kill disgusting. Me. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I mean, and forgive me, gentle listeners who love it. Oh, it definitely exists, guys. It definitely exists. Jesus oh, yeah, it does. Christ. Well, I mean, like, what's the what's the production value? Probably, like, moderate. Uh, it, looked pretty high, it looked pretty high-end. I mean, it was all HD. <laughs> is it, like, Wild Wild HD? West, or is it, like, just people in Party City costumes? <laughs> no, they had, like, those, like, you know, the steampunk goggles oh, on yeah. their head and, like, you know, wearing edgy clothing, gears edgy. in the background, you know, your typical <laughs> shit. Cogs in their eyes. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> jumping back to the Hobbit, I, I don't think I've met two people like other than Roy and I who have ever wanted to play dwar dwarves more in a production. Oh of my the god, Hobbit. I would love to play, play a dwarf. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you are in a different way. No, Roy and I were all, like. Do you want to tell? Do you want to go with that, Matt? I don't even know if I can because it's just I know. like. <laughs> 
I remember like just like one day or whatever, like I was talking about how uh, you had actually found a play that was done by the same people who did Jungle Book. That was The Hobbit. Um, and like how fucking dope it would be if like someone did that and they were jumped on it immediately. Right now, like right now, play the dwarves, man. It'd be hilarious. Right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like, that is my return. Put it on tonight. I will it's learn literally, the lines. It's literally actually on the table is something that might happen. Oh my God, for please. Real, for real. Oh, all right. I, I've drawn well, the line at fucking Oliver now. Like, stop it. <laughs> Oliver? What? Wait, what? what? Yes. Okay, now I'm looking yes. this up. I'm afraid to look anything up because I'm going to fuck up my recording. Please, sir, I'd like some more. You want some more gears? A bowl of gears? It's so dumb. You gotta be fucking oh kidding me. Uh, the uh, Wizard of Oz. Come on. Uh, I'm just, I'm just getting angrier. It's but horrible it, because, because okay. So now we've mentioned this is why this is why it's the fucking worst thing in the world because you have the Hobbit, <laughs> we have Oliver. What else? What did you say? The Wizard of Oz. A Christmas Carol. And a Christmas Carol. Okay, so I'm writing these all down. What do any of these have to do with each other? Okay, so we can at least say, like, era for Oliver and a Christmas Carol, right? It's blind style, man. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's not not a concept, it's an aesthetic. Yeah, it's like just blind, blind style. When you think steampunk, can you think of anything tangible, like even like an emotion that goes with it besides irritating? (laughs) 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 You can't. No, no, I can't. People love it. No. People love it. You know, it's not for me. I used to be into steampunk when I was of a young, much younger age, and I remember seeing this meme when memes were first invented way back in the <laughs> the, the wee old years of like 2007. And I saw one that was like Abraham Lincoln with a machine gun for an R, and then it said steampunk. Yeah, it's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done now. What's really irritating for wow. me is I. Uh, at work, I outside my store, there's literally a steampunk like scare zone. So I'm just surrounded by all this shit my entire shift, like the entire right, time. And it's like the most annoying thing. I Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. All steampunk shit, dude. It is terrible. They put like a bunch of cardboard cutouts out, and that's it. That's it. Oh, oh wow, production value. <laughs> so Tyler, how old are you? Twelve. Twenty-two. And Roy. Twenty-eight. Primo? 31. Okay. And Matthew's 25? Five, five. Five. There you go. I turned 26 May 31st, oh. if May 31st exists. Chris, I have uh, another one to add to your list. Uh, Pygmalion. <laughs> That's uh. fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh, I never got around to telling you what I thought was the worst concept I ever saw for a oh, show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I've, seen, I've seen a lot of really fucking weird ones and i really like it's i brought this up before as an analogy is um i don't know how many of you guys get down with shark week on discovery mm. yes i love it so i'm really into that at the point where at one, at one point i posted something about it and i had made so many posts that like the shark the official shark week facebook page replied to some of my shit Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I posted that much about it. I'm really into it. I love Shark Week. So I always make this analogy that um, when sharks are looking to hunt and there's a lot of fish that are in a school of fish, they can't quite narrow down one. And that's exactly the problem I'm having is that I've seen so many weird and just off-the-wall, non-good shows. I can't really pick one. But I will talk about one that I worked on that was interesting, to <laughs> say the least. It was. Uh, have you guys ever heard of uh, The Mask of Beauty and the Beast? Not just Beauty and the, the Beast. The Mask but, of? Yes, I have. What the fuck is that? 
So basically what it is, it's a, what, well, what people typically do is they take the, it's a play and what they will add whatever music of the time or whatever they want to go for style with that. And we did this piece together thing back, I don't know, seven years ago. And, uh, I did, I did all the sound design for it. Um, but it was at a weird point in my career where they didn't really let me choose what I was doing and they picked all the music and I was just kind of like, you know, trying to polish a turd, Yeah. but it was, it was all steampunk. So it was just like. That was the only time that I thought it actually was kind of cool, actually. But at the same time, I remember, and now that I reflect back, I'm like, not cool. <laughs> Tyler, do you have a weird aesthetic you want to talk about? And us to tell you why it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't think of one. I've been like sitting here trying to think of like a style I like genuinely hate that hasn't Tyler's been Tyler's been exposed like, to like six theater sh- like productions, so. Right. His life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, with that, we will take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of the bitching that you love. Hey guys, uh, this week in lieu of uh, paid promotional ads, Primo Roy and myself would like to take the time to shout out some agencies that really need donations right now. Um, one of the biggest agencies that needs a lot of help is the Red Cross. COVID-19 has caused worldwide panic and created a scarcity of resources. We have heard a lot about masks and gloves and toilet paper, but we really haven't heard a lot of people talking about the need of blood. Um, The Red Cross has had to cancel so many blood drives in order to keep their employees and our communities safe. This quote is directly from their website. We are working quickly to identify and replace blood drives canceled due to workplace and school closures. Search for opportunities near you and check back often as we are continuously adding new donation opportunities. If you don't see available appointments near you or in the near future, please search 7 to 15 days out. The need for blood is constant and patients need your help. As you can see, the uh, situation isn't ideal, but if you are asking what you can do for your community right now, please consider donating blood. Go to the redcrossblood.org, follow a few simple steps to find your nearest donation location, and give blood as soon as you can. Thank you for your consideration and helping your community. Now, let's get back to it. And we're back. Fuck off, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Poor, sweet, innocent Tyler. This is the the fantastic steampunk. Why? (laughs) What? (laughs) See? It's the worst. Did you like the Wild Wild West? No. 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 But I didn't... But I had not... um, I hadn't developed my intolerance for steampunk then. So perhaps... Perhaps even if I didn't like it, it didn't seem... <clears throat> yeah, it didn't. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother the concept. Didn't bother me as much. I just didn't like the movie. It's one of those yeah. movies that I will openly admit is terrible, but I will watch it if it pops up somewhere. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I got time. I know this is trash, but are you guys all familiar with uh, Kevin Smith? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. So Kevin Smith wrote a screenplay for a Superman movie that he was going to be a part of. And it was called um, Superman Lives, I think is the name of it. And it was starring... All right, so the cast is ridiculous. <laughs> it was going to star Nick Cage as Superman. And I think the main uh. the main bad guy was going to be oh, Chris, uh, Christopher yeah. Walken as Brainiac, which might have been cool. Yeah, it might have been cool. Might have been cool. So when he was writing the story, he, he uh, was told that he had to meet with one of the producers, being John Peters. He pulls up to John Peters' house to like like pitch him his screenplay, which already is signed on for, but all the 
the producers except for John Peters because he's so particular with what he's doing. Um, he pulls up to this like like Wayne Manor looking building, pulls in and uh, comes up to the door, goes through a series of like I believe like butlers and like n- like nanny type people, <laughs> and the guy has like no kids. It's very weird. And he sits down and uh, with John Peters, and John Peters lays down on a couch as the, as if you would when you're talking to like a shrink. And says, read me the screenplay. He's like, you want me to fucking tuck you in too, bro? <laughs> he reads him the script. And by the end of it, John Peters like looks like he might be asleep. And then says, like, you got to have a giant spider in there. <laughs> okay. So this is like 1999, 1998 when this happened. So by the time 2000, 2001 rolled around, that movie had been scrapped. And they started working on a film called Wild Wild West. And there was no, there was no, it was just like, yeah, we just got to have like a big spider that he fights because like I saw um, King Kong in theaters when I was a kid. And there was a big spider. And we got to have that in this movie. That's something big. So do you guys remember that scene in Wild Wild West where there's like a random ass like steampunk yeah. fucking spider? Yeah, that makes yes. no sense. It's the main vehicle for the villain. The whole reason that exists in that is because Kevin Smith told John Peters that that was a stupid idea and he was going to put it in his movie. <laughs> Guys, I, I found another one. Uh, steampunk oh Rocky Horror. Ew. Oh, my. That, now that's like shots fired. It's already a concept. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> Oliver was already like... <sighs> Like hitting me close to home, but but don't fuck don't fuck with Rocky Horror. Actually, don't no. even talk about Rocky Horror if you don't understand it, please, <laughs> please. Right, right. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she was. Damn man, fo- Foxy. <sighs> I will say, like someone around here recently did Rocky Horror, and I thought it was going to be a goddamn garbage fire nightmare, and it ended up being a great time. Yeah, having having uh, under eighteen actresses playing well, certain roles is great. Um, you brought it up, bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, if we're gonna say some stuff about that, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, Rocky Horror is very much about uh, like sexual um, awakening, awakening, uh, freedom, promiscuity. Give yourself uh, over to absolute pleasure. Enjoy your goddamn life, and maybe no repression and no holding things back. All that said, it was fine. However, <laughs> I think I've said my piece. How about sure, Chitty Chitty man. Bang Bang Steampunk? What? Oh, uh, well, uh, how deep in this search engine are you right oh, now? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm very far. I'm just continually scrolling. Balls deep, apparently. Um, oh, yeah, up to, the, up to the hilt, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't the whiz kind of already steampunk I'm, yeah. i can't really remember yes so i don't know if you can bitch about it i'd like to see the whiz without it i've seen the whiz without it for sure oh yeah for sure so we were at a point now for 30 seconds with tyler Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another segment of 30 Seconds with Tyler. For those of you not in the know, this segment is where our very own Sinuini, Tyler Cleary, gets to talk about whatever he wants for 30 seconds. Tyler, how are you feeling today? 
I'm feeling pretty good, dog. How about yourself? I'm feeling pretty great. Do you have a good topic prepared for us today? I feel like I do. Chris is currently on your side right now. Hashtag justice for Tyler. So don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't turn him off to this man. Don't break his heart. <laughs> I will try not to. All right, Tyler, your 30 <laughs> seconds starts now. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the first major outbreak of syphilis that occurred in uh, 1494 in Naples, Italy during a French invasion before medicine existed. Oh it caused flesh to fall off from people's faces and led to death within a few months. Basically, whole parts of a person's body could rot away from the disease, making it a fairly common sight to see with some, like somebody with syphilis shambling around like the living dead, and it was considered the first zombie outbreak. Oh my god. Whoa, man. Huh. That's crazy, dude. You came in way under time. You gotta start being worse. <laughs> I don't know if that was great, though. Well, what's what is what is what what is what is his objective? He he just gets thirty seconds to talk about whatever interesting topic he wants. Okay, well, didn't he do that? Well, and and under time, we're gonna find out. That's the question. So you're being too nice. <laughs> So it is customary that we allow the guest to judge 30 seconds with Tyler first on a scale from 0 to 10, 10 being the highest score. What would you give him? Um I, I, I'm going to give him I'm going to give him a fucking 10, Roy. He did what he was he did what he was tasked with doing and he but, did it under time actually you get that smile off your face though <laughs> fuck up tyler <laughs> i think he could he could have made it he could have made it he could have had a person added a personal anecdote with that extra time but then how was it a perfect 10 well that's something he can think of you know that's a note that he can take and maybe you know you got a director's note if he's already great like you know passed out then then why would he continue to grow because we're always growing right Always grow. <laughs> Encouragement helps us grow. We're trying this from a zero to twenty scale now. A zero to twenty. Well, no, because oh because that's the thing. I, I'm going to go next, Tyler. I'm going to give you an eight because it was it was good. It was a little quick. I'll be honest. Like I, I, you came in five seconds under, man. I feel like yeah. there could have been a little bit more substance there. See, oh now you understand what I gave him last time. It was under time. Kitty Nelson was brutal. Oh yes, oh, well, we we warned him. <laughs> we warned him. So Roy, I'm going to give him an eight because I really thought that he had two facts in there. That's it. That's fair. Okay. Matthew, yeah. what would you give him? Yeah, dude. By the same logic, I, I, fine. I'll give you a seven because I like the topic. However, again, there wasn't much substance. Like you gave us some little facts, and now I'm aware of the topic. However, I don't feel like I'm educated. He has thirty seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the point. This Chris. man has pulled off miracles before. Yes, he has. He has pulled off he miracles has. in thirty seconds. Um. All right. So I'm gonna give you just uh, Chris. Chris touched my heart a little bit, and you I'm going sh mad your slightly. You shut Fuck your you. face. Uh, I'm gonna give you a nine. <laughs> Oh God! So you got uh, why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, Man, eight, nine, ten, it. and that gives me. you a thirty-four out of forty, which is good, man. It's fine. It's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But I mean, <laughs> Matt's like upset. I am. Tyler, upset. can you back away from your camera? You're a little close. Uh, it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> is that good? That's better. He's got a lean back, dog. He I, doesn't have a cool stand like us. I don't want excuses. And we're back. All right. You never there. left, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Keep that. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That was so hurtful. We never left. It, we never he's left. not Tyler. <laughs> it's a sub-segment, man. It's, doesn't, it's not a commercial. Well, now it is. <laughs> um, okay, so why does Roy suck? That was one of the topics. Oh, right. That was a possible topic. Yes. Yeah. Can I can I first read off all of our possible topics for today? Because Chris wouldn't pick one until like today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So number one, maddening things about being friends with so many straight dudes, though I'm not sure how you all would bitch about it. Oh, I could bitch about it. I could bitch about it. I could bitch about it, too. You gave us five things that we could pick from, and I picked... That was one of mine. Straight dudes suck. They do, man. Straight white males are the fucking worst. That was like what I wanted to talk about today. Just straight. Just straight. Just straight. <laughs> Joe ain't white, but he... Oh, wait, straight, no, not straight. straight dudes Straight dudes being maddening knows no color. <laughs> right. And number two, folks on social media. Reaction to pandemic. One upping, shaming, and... What is it? Portion... Uh, portents port- of doom. And portents of doom. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all gonna fucking number, die. Number three. Theater reviews. Deadly, dangerous territory. Number four. <laughs> Insane, uh, insane asylums to steampunk theatrical concepts that need a break. Oh yeah. And number five, Roy is the worst. He is. What's the insane asylum thing? I don't think I've actually ever seen anything in an insane asylum before. Is like any Batman video game? <laughs> that. Okay. I have. Imagine. Well, just imagine. Like imagine. Like. I, uh, I, uh, I can't give specific examples. We'll just Damn say it. Pippin. Pippin, but everyone's in an insane asylum or, you know. But Pippin's so <laughs> colorful and fun. Well, you do, no, not, not the version fucking Primo and I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that concept, though, was pretty great. Yeah, well, I mean, it was also kind of like post-apocalyptic. So. That's another one that's overdone, too, though. It's a little overdone. Yeah. That's post-apocalyptic. I can't even say it. Post-apocalyptic. Uh, post-apocalyptic. Thank you. Um, Thank well, you. this kind of leads into a different question. Um, so this might get into really dangerous territory, so there might be some very vague things spoken. Uh, but what is the worst concept that you've personally been a part of? <laughs> oh, my God, man. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> no, wait. I kind of well, want you, know, you to. It could, be, it, could be, it could be one of my own, too. It, I kind of <laughs> want you to, and then we'll cut it. I kind of... I kind of actually want to know, and we'll cut it. Right? No, I I don't. I'd have to really think about it. Uh, I'd have to I really mean, think about it. Did it star Ben? I uh, did it star who? Ben? No, no, no. Of course not. No. <laughs> no. The poor baby. I we should have Ben on. I love Ben. We should. Yeah. You guys, thank you for asking me. Ben who? <laughs> that was great. What's his name? Who? Ben Moran. Oh, Ben, ben Moran. Ryan. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. I know the only Ben's. Ben I know. You guys are so sweet. The last 10 years. Ben and I actually, side note, side note, pandemic, I know. Don't want to dwell on it, but here we are. Um, ben and I just did like, like some like real like high um, apocalypse trade. <laughs> he had posted on Facebook that he um, was in the habit of using alcohol wipes when he was going out anywhere to wipe things down. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he was about to run out and it was really freaking him out. And I think I'm not speaking out of school to say that like, he's a little OCD to begin with. Um, oh, yeah, same. so this is really freaking him out. Understandably, understandably. Mm-hmm. And I, for various reasons, was really wanting, um, a mask. And mm-hmm. so I happened to be at the bodega around the corner from where I live that has most things that people are out of um, because people don't think to look there. And um, I saw two boxes of alcohol swabs, so I got them and sent him a message. 
and he got me a mask, so he traded. Awesome. Nice. That's bartering. That's what happens after the apocalypse. And we both would have, we both would have uh, given them regardless. But it just happened that we were able to, you know, trade. Find these things that the other person needed. It's the new world, man. It fucking is. Never been so more so excited about Clorox wipes in my life. Yeah, you can't be hidden in the the before times. But we are also at the point where we need to take another break. We will be right back with more of Chris the Kid Kelly. Guys, I kind of do want to shit talk straight guys because we suck. So then Chris can finally air his grievances toward me, and then we can move on. Hey there, friends. In lieu of paid sponsorships, Roy, Matt, and I have decided to dedicate our message breaks to important companies and causes in the Western New York area. Today, I am dedicating this message break to the Irish Classical Theatre Company of Buffalo, New York. Like all the theatre companies in Buffalo, Irish Classical has had to sadly cancel the remainder of their 2019-2020 season. I have had the honor of working with Irish Classical in the past, and I am very excited to be collaborating with this pillar of the Buffalo Theatre community again this upcoming season. The Irish Classical Theatre Company was founded in 1990 by Dublin-born brothers Vincent and Chris O'Neill. Since its inception, the Irish Classical Theatre Company has been a pioneer in the area of culture and educational outreach to enrich the community it serves. ICTC is a proud member of the Theatre Alliance of Buffalo, representing Buffalo's 19 professional theatres. Now entering its 26th anniversary season, ICTC continues to celebrate its strong Irish roots through its choice of repertoire and by bringing special guest directors, playwrights, and actors to the Niagara frontier to work and to be honored. If you would like to donate to the Irish Classical Theatre, head to their website, www.irishclassical.com donate. To keep up with online programming and announcements, please follow ICTC at www.facebook.com slash irishclassicaltheater and on Instagram at at irishclassical. If you choose to donate, please know it means the world to not only us here at the Negative Nancys, but it means far more to the wonderful team at the Irish Classical Theater. And now, back to the pod. Slancha. And we're back with Tyler and the Nancys. Ah! <laughs> Wow. wow. Can we like bleep out Tyler's name? <laughs> Can we Harvey Weinstein it? <laughs> Weinstein. We're back with Harvey Weinstein and the Nancy. Uh, that sounds worse. Oh, that's really bad. That is so bad. Okay. One, well, one reason I'm so sweet on Tyler is that um, he was always a very positive, smiling, um, positive presence during. Midsummer Night's Dream, which I found very uh, nerve-wracking and overwhelming. It's probably because he was probably going to shit his pants because he was so scared of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a great time, man. I was, like, chilling, playing ping yeah, pong, setting cool. up microphones. It was totally. dope. It was he good seemed time. good. So I have our random-ass question of the day. Okay, you're in a post-apocalyptic insane asylum and f- in full steampunk glory. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Jason Momoa, Chris Hemsworth, Heather Locklear, Evan Rachel Woods, and Rachel Weiss are all with you there. They're all an arm's reach away from you and a cheesy-ass steampunk explosion. Who do you save and run away with? They're, they're dressed in steampunk as well. Yeah, and they can't change out of it. Ever. Ever. Okay. <laughs> this is the reality of the world and it's the end of the world and you have to run away with one of them who is it why uh, so i get to run away with them yes yes oh okay See, oh goodness shit gets I, got more real <laughs> i'm between i'm between two i'm between two come back to me i gotta think about it i'm gonna uh, give please. you two because i make my own rules um i'm gonna choose definitely evan rachel wood because she's borderline wearing steampunk in her damn 
uh, Westworld outfit anyways, so and she can just sing Beat of Sleep every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's beautiful. And then oh, uh, yeah. Jason Momoa, because um, I just want to like stare at him. <laughs> you can only pick one, bitch. Well, I chose <laughs> two! <laughs> because I'm hoping if I take Evan Rachel Wood, he's probably going to be like, well, those guys seem like they're fun, and he's going to chase after us. <laughs> Matthew. Uh, just Evan Rachel Wood, period. Because uh, I like women that scare me. Yes. Period. <laughs> I fucking love her. I've always loved her. Chris, do you have an answer yet? I don't. I'm still thinking. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pick Rachel Vice because uh, in the movie The Mummy, not only did I have a boner the whole time. Jesus but Christ. <laughs> wow. She was incredible. And I just feel like who better to start? You know, like running away with and fucking Rachel Vice, and I know like Daniel Craig's out of the fucking picture because it's you know we're in an insane asylum. He's moved on. He's moved on. He's moved on in this. <laughs> so it's I think fine. She's cool. I, I feel like I would have chosen every other person but her. Ooh. What do you have to say to that? Fine. I think she's really. I agree with you, Roy. She's cool. She's cool. Don't don't she's agree with you, Chris. I'm a, she's, it seems like she has a good sense of humor too. Fuck you, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Is Tyler googling all of them right now? I think so. <laughs> Probably. No, he just doesn't know who any of them are. Any of them are. <laughs> no, I know who they. Are. I have a. I have a. I have a pick. All right. Well, I guess we care. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want a uh, Jason Momoa because I want to see a steampunk Aquaman. <laughs> now see? can you say fuck you best answer so far <laughs> he wants well justice for tyler Jesus justice Christ. for tyler fuck you tyler <laughs> tyler just wants to like lick his muscles that's why how much question how much of a sense of humor do we feel that um chris hemsworth has oh huge oh yeah it's yeah, it's really yeah funny he but then i'm gonna it. go with chris oh god it, it hurts but i'm gonna go with chris hemsworth on who are you hurting over ryan reynolds uh oh, ryan reynolds okay. is well, so fucking Ryan Reynolds is so funny. Uh, yeah, he is, but uh-huh. I, I don't know, man. Chris Hemsworth in the the story, the like reasoning behind the like why they did the third Thor movie the way they did was because the director Taika Waititi was like, I think Thor's way funnier. Chris Hemsworth is like, finally, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he also- is. He just got done working on a, sh- a movie called The uh, Bad Times at the El Royale with Jeff Bridges, where they had a whole discussion about the Big Lebowski, and then the next film he was working on was Endgame. So he's just like, I'm going to fucking take on the Big Lebowski look and just be fucking the dude for this. That's and also, he's he's arguably the best part of that uh, Ghostbusters reboot. I never saw it. It looked like shit. If you hadn't seen it. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see dude. It. It's worth watching because he's actually the best part of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's very handsome. He's very handsome. And He's very nice to look at. The sense of humor. Easy on the he eyes. Could, he could beat someone up. If you needed him to. He could beat me up. He gave me, yeah. when I saw him as Fat Thor in Endgame, it gave me hope. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep rocking this gross look because it made me feel good <laughs> oh about God. myself. I think you got the wrong message from that movie. As you say, I think the appeal of it is still <laughs> the God of Thunder and Ripped under that. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. That's what my mom told me. <laughs> All right. It is time for Matthew's wholesome moment (laughs) rainbows cold beer fireflies a hard day's work your first kiss a firm handshake fresh flowers gasoline miracles monster truck rallies butterflies Matthew's wholesome moment. 
monster truck rallies. Welcome back to uh, Matthew's Wholesome Moment. This week is uh, actually a question for just our guest, and it's um, why is your favorite straight guy Matt? And uh, yeah. <laughs> I got a bone pick with you, man. <laughs> no. Um, what? Is there ever a time in your theatrical experience where you saw a concept that you thought would never work in a million years, but were pleasantly surprised that it did? Oh, gosh. I'm sure probably a, a number of times. Mm -hmm. I remember. Jesus Christ Superstar, the tour. Come on, it's Which, debatable. That's, I would say that it's debatable. That's, that's very debatable. That I, uh, did not like it. A concept that I didn't think would work. Um... Uh, I don't know if this is a concept. This is a casting choice. That's fine, too. It, it's the first thing that came to my head. A number of years ago at a small theater company, um, Lorraine O'Donnell was cast as Hedwig, and I was... And I and other people, I'm sure, had feelings about it, just sort of like, um, for us girly boys, there are only so many parts like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but... But um, there was certainly precedent that Ali Sheedy had played it on Broadway, mm -hmm. and uh, and I and not that I didn't think she would be good. I was just I was just conflicted about how I felt about it, and I went to opening night, and she was fucking incredible. That's awesome. Fuck, like fucking incredible, awesome. and, was... and it was and it was and it was a real like like it felt like you were watching it in like the back of the old pink. Kind, oh, of, hell yeah. kind of a feel it was a really it was a, just a it was a great great show and i and i went back and saw it again okay that's awesome that's that's that is surprising um i was gonna ask is was the uh the traditionally female character played by a man yeah what well, meant in that production no no it was not so it's two females yes oh cool. i see what you're saying okay. Okay, okay, okay. yeah the yeah, lena hall kept, character yes yes they kept the uh can't think of his name yitzek yitzek yep yeah, I saw that with Michael C. Hall and Lena Hall. Changed uh, my life. Changed my fucking life, man. Such a good show. I thought I'd give you a boner. It did. Speaking of boners. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm trying to think. Uh, again, I'm going back to Hairspray, but when... Um, was it Lorenzo that played uh, Motormouth? Who was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that I didn't think it was going to be good, but I just remember it was kind of a controversy. People were like, oh, they're, uh, it's a man playing Motormouth, blah, 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 and all this shit. And then... I remember going to opening night and I was like, well, that was the best fucking part of this whole goddamn show. <laughs> Kurt, right. uh, Lorenzo's. Wonderful. Oh God, it was so good. Like that, um, yeah. the solo, what the fuck's that song? Uh, I know where I've been. Yeah. That brought the house down, man. That was yes. such a good choice. And now he's going to be in, uh, kinky boots Demmed kinky boots well i worked on a show it was um i talked about it in a couple episodes ago uh romeo and juliet and romeo and juliet were both played by females and it was uh they're very beautiful but we did get because it was in niagara county we did get a bit of a bit of a blowback from that one from people being upset with it but it was just like oh yeah well fuck you you're intolerant so like we will always <laughs> win yeah um no, that was a concept that no, it's not not even a concept that I didn't think it would work. It was just a concept that like I knew people weren't ready for at the time. Mm -hmm. But I loved from the moment that it began. Yeah. I was in um I was in a number of years ago, which is uh which is a play designed to be this way, but a show called R and J, which is um Romeo and Juliet but told through with these four guys that you feel like are at like prep school or something. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, it's, it's kind of a physical theater piece. The only text in the show is Romeo and Juliet. Um, 
but there's lots of physical work in between that stuff. Um, and that was, that was a really, that was a really wonderful experience. And I was Juliet, obviously. (laughs) Really? He was Jay. That's so non-traditional of you. Obviously. Um, Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. I actually don't think I have one this week. I, I can't recall a single one. Matt's gonna be so disappointed that you didn't have an answer. Matt, you're so, you're such a such a, you're such an easy um, audience member and enjoy everything that you see. I find this uh, <laughs> curious. <laughs> that could be a we could do a whole show about that. Actors who don't like theater that go to see it. That is okay. Hold up. <laughs> now I need to defend myself on that one. I love a f- great amount, but also when I find something that I dislike, I like to rip it to shreds. It's enjoyable for me, and I get pleasure from it. Negative. He, so gentlemen, negative gentlemen, this is in my first <laughs> first several weeks knowing Matthew. Oh my god! And first, I and I and I, the, from the moment I met Matt, I could just like I'd like read like could read him like everything about him. Like I know exactly who this person is. And we're driving in his car with Preston after seeing a show. I won't even mention. Thank you. And we're chatting about it a little bit. And he turns to me and he goes, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a really harsh critic. And I went, no, stop it. I don't believe it. <laughs> Your harsh criticing is harsh criticness. <laughs> but I guess I can't fucking stand that, though. And I'm not talking about you, Matt. I'm, I can't know, I know. fucking stand um, <laughs> the actors in town. And I, I will... Will not name any names, but there are a bunch of them that I, yeah. go to shows that that go and that go like not with a good attitude. They go already, already having decided it seems not to have a good time. Mm-hmm. They sit and watch the shows with a puss on their face, mm-hmm. um, and then right. they bitch about it afterwards. And I, I just don't know. I don't know. It really it drives me crazy. Or, or conversely, if one of them happens to like it, someone will be like, "Oh, such and such really liked your show," and you know. She's a really harsh critic. And I'm like, oh, that make this bitch's opinion better than other people's? Because she doesn't like to fucking go watch anything and enjoy herself and support people? Oh, my God. Should I send her fucking flowers? (laughs) That's kind of my problem with... Again, I'll touch on it because I don't really give a fuck. Um, My problem with some of the Buffalo Theater reviews that come out, it's like, are we reviewing shows honestly? Or are we reviewing shows... and saying nice things about them because people that have worked on it are our friends or whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like the biggest pet peeve of mine is shows that the majority of people were like, well, that wasn't that good. And then someone reviews, it was like, it was groundbreaking. Like, was it? I've well, so, I mean, I've kind of touched on this with Chris a little bit that, um, sometimes I believe that the reviews that come out are for the general public more than it is for us. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, as in, it's, we want to get people to come see the shows. Like, there's some things you really did not like about the show. Like, like you can get, like, as nitpicky as you want with some of them, but, like, when it comes down to the general public, like, people will probably enjoy it. And, like, if you're seeing a show at the Cav that is, like, good, you want more people to come see and put butts in the seats mm. as opposed to right. rip every little thing that you saw that may have been kind of shitty to shreds, and then people are deterred from going. Because, like, people who pay to see the theater, like, actually pay, pay, are people that are not us. Right. This is true. Mm. This is true. Yeah. Um, so, it's, like, it's also, we are a smaller community, and it's not going to be reviewed the same way, like, a Broadway show is, where, like, the renown of, like, going to see a Broadway show, like, you're spending, like, hundreds of dollars on tickets, and you want to make sure that what you're about to go see is good. 
So you right. go to the reviews and then like those people are way more nitpicky about it. I've heard I've heard people I've heard people who buy tickets, as you said, talk about going to see shows and saying, yes, I look, I I'll at least skim through the reviews mm-hmm. to give me an idea. Like if this is a reviewer I follow whose opinion I generally agree with or I trust, how am I going to spend? Because, again, now the tickets are almost fucking fifty dollars a piece. Right. Easy. Um, right. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Um, I think at the major theaters we'd be discussing. Um, so that's that's significant. Yeah, it's not just like going to see a movie. <laughs> Primo, are you one of these bitches that like doesn't like things either? <laughs> um, doesn't go to things. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody don't go to things. I When I do go to things, I... Listen, I, I enjoy everything I see. I try to at least. I mean, I go and just nitpick the design and the safety of things and that kind of stuff, but I, I don't think there's anything I've seen recently that i really dislike i'll sit in the fucking middle of the theater and i'll just see if the speakers are in phase (laughs) (laughs) i nitpick from a technical i think you're more agreeable than i am right i'm 100 like i i will nitpick set and lighting and all that stuff to death because it's my craft but i mean yeah performance wise there's something i have seen recently that i was appalled by you know I'm not, uh, right i'm not one of those i'm not i'm, I'm not a matthew i'm not a matthew <laughs> no one has ever appalled me with their performance I, i've been appalled i've <laughs> definitely been appalled hey everyone in lieu of promoting paid sponsors for our debut podcasts we've decided to donate our message breaks to support the buffalo new york theater community Primo, Matt, and myself will choose a company we truly love each week that has really been affected heavily by the COVID-19 pandemic. This one goes out to the fine people of the New Phoenix Theater of Johnson Park. It would be an even deeper catastrophe if this beacon of artistic light were to never open their doors again. I just finished sound designing a two-man show there called Kiss of the Spider Woman in celebration of their 25th season as an independent theater. Directed by the incredible Victoria Perez, stage managed by the great Mike Dobin, and starring brilliant actors Rolando Martin Gomez and Rick Latimer. This show is one of my favorite shows I've ever worked on, and I do upwards of 20 shows a year all over Buffalo. The New Phoenix Theater is owned and operated by my dear friend Richard Lambert. I can't tell you how much I love this man for his vision and beautiful personality. He may be the most graceful and successful risk taker I've ever worked with. I am so honored to know this wonderful man, and even more so to call him my friend. If you would like to send love and support to the New Phoenix Theater of Buffalo, New York, online donations can be easily sent via the Donation Now button at newphoenixtheater.org. That's N-E-W-P-H-O-E-N-I-X-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Mail-in donations can be sent to 95 Johnson Park, Buffalo, New York, 14201. And you can place over-the-phone donations by dialing 716-853-1334. To those of you who choose to help, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I deeply appreciate it. Now, on with the show. All right, and we are back, dogs. If I remember correctly, Matt had a question to bring us back. Uh, I do. Um, Chris, Say back again. Straight men. Why? Oh man, the worst. The worst. <laughs> Just the worst. Why? What? What is your question, Matt? Um, and I, and I, which I think is hysterical that you're asking me about straight men. <laughs> Why is it funny? We're garbage, man. We're trash. Because it's just because you're just because I'm what? Because I'm what? Boy. 
He's a lady boy. Are you intolerant of straight men? <laughs> Am I intolerant of straight men? No. Honestly, I have probably, I would say, eight to ten um, very, very, very good friends. Some of my best, closest, closest friends um, are straight dudes. Um, and I have definitely like a fucking worst, a couple, I think I have a couple, you know, several women who I'm very, very tight with as well. Um, several gay guys I'm tight with as well, but like, there really are like a lot of straight guys that, that over the years, I don't know when it started to happen, but at this point in my life, yeah, that's probably one of the largest, like if I was going to talk about groups of people that I'm friends Your with. Your friend that demographic. Is, that, that is a large group of people that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. And because there are so many, I've noticed, you know, some, some things that seem to be pervasive amongst your folk. Some defects. Yes. yes. Some defects. For example. Please elaborate. For example. For example, the yeah, the man. first topic I suggested for this entire um, pod was straight men, um, straight men's inability to respond to text messages, which I thought could fill easily an hour. I suck at that, man. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at it. I don't <laughs> respond to my parents. Neither do I. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I I'm good. Yeah, I'm, but Primo, I like yeah, my parents. I'm good with my mom, man. I'm good with responding to my mother. My mother, but that's my, I, my father. My if I don't respond to my mother quickly enough, I get now like a follow up guilt text. Oh my god! From him, like, why haven't you responded to your mother? I get the same She's thing. worried about you. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. No, god. Carl. <laughs> Carl has started to. Uh, if I don't respond to his text message. I uh, get a phone call at least two to five minutes later. He's very, very <laughs> bored these days. Love you, Dad. I'm sure. But yeah. yes, but straight men's inability to respond to text messages is definitely one of my pet peeves because it's not like it's not like their phones are ever far away from them. I ever. don't know what you're talking about. Swiping right. Or God, or, be, or being on the phone with a straight guy and like you're in the middle of talking about something and they have to call and they're like, oh yeah, I'll call you back in like five minutes. I'll call you back in like five minutes, bro. Two weeks later. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, you are not wrong. Uh, BC, well, okay, you know. so uh, I am one of these straight men that is very much guilty of not responding, but I feel like I respond more often than most people in Chris's life. Um, <laughs> right? Cause no. You've been, right. Cause you've been shamed about it. Cause I have been shamed, but however, he started this really fucking hilarious thing where he'll come up. So if I don't I have respond a story about that, I have a story about that, but tell yours first. Okay. Awesome. So if I don't respond after like an hour or so, he'll follow up with, a, a brand new variation of the phrase I guess I'll just go fuck myself <laughs> so I kind of now purposefully wait and see what that is going to be and then we start talking <laughs> right, right, so, right but so anyway your story of, speaking of straight guys that I'm really really very close with Alan Trinka um, uh, love, who yes. doesn't live here anymore but um, lives in New York um <laughs> he and I are still very tight and it's one of, and it's like, I think a really good model for, um, I don't talk to him nearly as much as I would like, but he is someone that I do keep in contact with. And usually like once a month or once every six weeks, we'll actually have a conversation on the phone and talk on the phone for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually, so we really do 
regardless of the distance, like maintain, maintain our friendship. And I feel like it's one of those people that, um, if I saw him tomorrow, I would just boom, pick up where we left off. Mm. Um, but when we was here, we were close and he had offered to pick me up for a rehearsal and give me a ride. And it was like out to musical fair or some fucking thing. And I ended up running an errand with someone and I completely forgot about that he was going to pick me up. And like 10 minutes before he's going to pick me up, I was like, oh, fuck. And I sent him a message and I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. I'm already on my way there. Um, I apologize. And he sent me a message back and he goes, oh, wow. I just guess I'll do a fuck myself then, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Alan. And I had never heard someone use that phrase before. So I thought he was serious. So he walks into rehearsal and I'm like, Alan, I'm so sorry. Blah, blah. And on and on and on and on and on. He's like, Dude, I'm just kidding, man. I'm like, I go fuck myself. I'm just like, you know, like I'm kidding. I just I fuck myself all the time. It's cool. Right, right. So, um, so he he's how I started using it. Uh, Jesse Tiber, another another straight, good straight friend, uses it quite quite all all like every other sentence. I feel like Jesse uses it. It's always fucking himself. Oh yeah, but now I do yes. it because it's like a meme. Right, right. Oh yeah. Um. So then. Uh, Here's a question that we're totally going to bleep out and everyone's going to have blue balls over it. Who's the worst? Who's the worst? Who's the worst non-responder in your in experience? In your eight to ten straight people, mm. friends. Yeah. I'm going to look at them all. Well, let me tell you. I f can I guess who the worst is? You, well, you know probably who the worst is. Yeah. Um, you want to go with second worst? Okay. Brendan Didio's the worst. Brendan Didio's not the worst. <laughs> what? No. Oh, Brendan Didio's not the worst. Brendan Didio's Brendan Didio sometimes says, and I literally had to one night at matinee. He's like, "I no, dude, I res I responded to you. What do you mean?" And then I took him over, and I'm like, "Look at this text message and the date that it was sent. Look at it. Look at it." And he was like, "Oh, it was two weeks ago." And I'm like, "Yeah, it was <laughs> two fucking weeks ago. It's two fucking weeks ago." Um, he's not the worst though. He's not the worst. Jesse Tiber is the absolute worst oh, absolute worst but um <laughs> get in close close behind him these days is uh anthony alcazar <gasps> a, a close new second. daddy alcazar so, another strike another strike guy thing that drives me fucking crazy or that i think is an interesting observation sure. is i often have done with a lot of well men women whatever the the sit in front of the uh, house in the car and talk after you've been hanging out like yeah. that extra that extra yeah. 10 15 20 whatever whatever it ends up being and i've had some like and not even necessarily on my end like receiving some super super heart to heart deeply felt, <laughs> deeply felt <laughs> things from from these straight guys and when it time comes time to like Okay, well, I'm gonna get out of the car and go inside. Like they could be in the middle of tears, like bearing their soul, and they'll literally be like, "Yeah, dude, later." Like, always, always, and and like with, and that's even like more articulation than is used. It's like it's like they like revert back in to like cool. this straight dude more. I wasn't crying. Yeah, bro. Later. Love you, man. See ya. Not even, no, not even that shit. Not even that shit. Just like, later. I don't know. It's very strange. I don't I understand. That that, like, like all the emotion, like, 
stops and they like they like cocoon back in to like oh. now that's roy in a fucking sentence right there that's me man no i'm pretty i'm pretty uh got my heart in my sleeve uh yeah i had a lot of meetings with my guidance counselor about how my heart's always on my sleeve oh I that's know. adorable <laughs> that's adorable yeah, the singing yeah. the singing and that now i'm like just now i'm like team roy a little bit god damn oh, it okay okay well, well welcome you know we always have room <laughs> there's not a lot of us here and now he's back to tyler there's not a lot of us here but uh yeah uh t-dog um this is gonna be bleeped right <laughs> nope of course it will <laughs> oh yeah 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 man there's quite a few people that uh definitely fucking suck like i'll be like hey man how's it going you staying safe during all like recently i was just like oh hey you staying safe everything going good literally left me on red and then like just didn't respond for like three fucking days oh and then he was like yeah man i'm doing great and i'm like all right well like that's good oh dude see what a sweet boy he is i have a story about that of me not being a sweet boy um (laughs) so uh as most people know i got a new phone in january and um most people listening know (laughs) you can't say that man this is is, yeah 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 anyway so um (laughs) we have australian listeners we do recently (laughs) they they especially know there's there's a few a few people that talk to me that i just sometimes don't respond to immediately because i know that it will lead to a longer conversation i just don't have time for it um so one night it was literally like 1 30 in the morning and a friend of mine texts me at like fucking paragraphs i'm like okay i can't do this so i like i looked at the message and i put it down or whatever and karen's like you're leaving them on red again and i'm like listen i, I it's fucking 1 30 in the morning i want to go to bed and she's like you know they can see that right and i was like what do you mean and she's like i've been getting your red receipts for like months now and i'm like wait <laughs> red receipts i have a similar story my fucking <laughs> My fucking red receipts have been on since January. I had no fucking idea. And so I've been leaving all these people on red without knowing it. And I'm surprised I still have friends after that, to be That's honest. That's amazing. I was yeah. like, yeah. I, I had that. a panic attack at 1.30 in the morning. As soon as I heard about that shit, I turned that right off. Oh my God. Yeah. Right I forgot off. that it's default on, which is a flaw. Uh, Primo, who's <laughs> your worst straight guy? Who's my That's worst straight guy? Uh, Roy's yeah. definitely up there. 100%. <laughs> I know, you actually have to call Roy. No, no actually, I probably the, I think I might yeah. be one of the few Rotary people Roy Rolling. actually responds to like pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ignore Tyler. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible at responding to people. My worst straight guy. I don't have a... Like, I do have a straight friends, Dennis. but like I don't have a ton of super straight friends. What is what are traits that annoy you then? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Oh man, I fucking hate toxic masculinity so much. I I, I can't stand. I I hate it more than anything. And I remember that time in softball. Oh, uh, don't even, man. Ugh. All right, we don't have time to get into it, like at all. Long story short, this guy blew up in a um in an all in an LGBTQ plus fucking softball league that that we all play for said the wrong word and said the wrong word that started with the letter f it was so bad and but the the problem was is he was totally in the right in the argument until he said that word and then no one could back him up it's like you fucking went there that was your choice i just i I can't we're not going down that fucking rabbit hole on your team yeah Yeah. he he was like the one person who wasn't part of the the theater community um 
Yep. Very, very great guy, but like I, I just can't. I can't. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even wear a jersey. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sit well when that shit just flies out of the mouth a little too easily. I can't abide like the toxic masculinity. I can't abide bros. I can't. I hate that no. shit. I just cannot do it. Did he come back from this? Uh, well, he was suspended no, yeah. for the season after that. So, yeah. um, so not really. <laughs> no. But it's just like, dude, you're a, like. We get it. You're a straight guy, and you love being a straight guy, and you want to tell everybody you're a straight guy, and you love everything about being straight and and, and shit. But like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he mean. I mean, like, um, besides that though, like, like before that had happened, I love that guy. Like, he was so cool. And then he did he did a good job of realizing that like he did something really really wrong, and he shouldn't have done it. And he went and he apologized to everybody on our team and their team, and pretty much just kind of hung around and the the game was pretty much suspended for like what a better part of an hour of just him walking around apologizing to people he left and that was he's that. ejected from the game too yeah it was that was that we never saw him again but um yeah 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 toxic masculinity in general man i could do a whole episode on that for sure and i hate straight guys who have who like need to take their shirt off all the time What's your, what's fucking wrong with that? You love it when I do that. You make me wear a tank top to work. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, but you never listen. I always ask. I always say mesh, and you never listen. I don't own mesh. <laughs> I know the I know the softball league that you're talking about, and I remember back in the day there are some teams that like take it fucking seriously so seriously oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah but um having said that i really i i think matt and i should come watch you guys play this matt's time. gonna play matt's on the team i am oh fuck well i'll just go <laughs> fuck myself then come play man you no i don't i don't do sports but i'll come watch yes that's well you can be our assistant manager behind the the great steve jakeel well i could do that i could cheerlead or some shit yeah there you go you could be our mascot. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you demoted him. Truly. No, we just got to get you like a really awesome costume that requires you to wear a thong. He does not need a costume. Also, he needs, he, if he was going to be the theater community mascot, he just needs like a giant bottle of wine and he just needs to like bitch at everybody. <laughs> it is time for final thoughts with our guest, Chris, the kid fucking Kelly. What are your final thoughts on today's bitch? I think um, I remain convicted that steampunk needs to take a long break. I would be happy if I did not see it again. And as far as uh, as far as straight guys go, you guys are adorable. Aww. <laughs> guys, we're Thank adorable. You. Thank you, Chris. That has been another episode of Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys. We all remind you to wash your hands. Don't leave your house because that would be fucking stupid. Um and to don't don't be the toxic masculinity person. Don't get behind steampunk. There's nothing there for you. There's nothing there for anyone. Um, it's a and, lie. Uh, we, it's a lie. And we all, we love you. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you in support of local theater companies from Buffalo, New York. For more complaining, visit negativenancyspod.com and follow along on Instagram at negativenancyspod and Facebook at negativenancyspodcast. If you'd like to send us love letters, you can reach us at hatemail at negativenancyspod.com. Let's Bitch with the Negative Nancys is available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.